Have you already given up on your New Year's resolutions? Welcome back to another episode of the Get Over Yourself podcast, a podcast dedicated to destroying self-limitations. I'm your host, Brandon Davis, and in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the ways that you can get back on track for your New Year's resolutions. Guys, I found a very scary article written by an Ohio State University professor. Let me pull up his name real quick. His name is Richard Batts. Inside this article, I was reading it, and he was going over, this was written last year, and somebody on my LinkedIn posted it, and he's going over the different reasons why people fail their New Year's resolutions and some of the data behind it. And so as I was reading this article, I was struck by the amount of people who committed to doing something at the very beginning of the year, and even a month after committing, they've already failed. So in today's episode, if you're one of those people who's already failed on your New Year's resolutions, or you feel like you're behind pace, or you don't even know where to begin, this episode is for you, because we're going to make corrections that we need to inside of our lives to make sure 2024 is the year that we promised ourselves it would be. If you think back to 2023, what are some of the things that you promised yourself you would do? And at the end of the year, you sat at your New Year's party and you thought, wow, I didn't do any of that. Guys, this is the year for action. This is the year to make yourself a better version. And we're going to be diving in that through data-driven results. So stay tuned. That's what we got in today's episode. Let's jump into it. So like I mentioned, I'm going to be quoting and citing uh, this article by Richard Batts. I'm going to have that in the show notes, the description down below. And some of his data that he was able to collect is actually astonishing. And I just want to go kind of step by step and then picture it into our own lives so we can make sure we are actually not one of the data points in the negative, but in the positive. So anyone can go and do this Google search. This article is super informative. It's very short, so anybody can go check this out. And I highly suggest it to get more information. But the research suggests that only 9% of Americans that make resolutions actually end up completing them. So that means come January 1st of 2024, you had a New Year's resolution or some kind of goal that you wanted to accomplish, and only 9% of people actually go and accomplish that by December 31st, 2024. So what does that also suggest? The research goes on to show that 23% of people quit their resolution by the end of the first week of the new year. And the other 43% quit by the end of January. So guys, we're the second week into February, and more data suggests that now that number is up to 63% of people who have quit their New Year's resolutions by the middle of January. Only 9% are actually going to finish by the end of the year. And I want, I want this episode to be a little bit of self-reflection, and it's okay if you have to sit there and lie to yourself, if you have to sit there and act like it's all okay. Because if you're going to continue doing that, you might as well turn off the episode. This episode is going to be focused on those who want to make a change, who realize that they need to do something in their life to get better, but they're actually willing to put in the work. So once again, if you're one of those people who is just going to sit back and say, oh, made a New Year's resolution, maybe I'll get it next year. No, it's February. Let's make these changes now because next year is going to roll around a lot quicker than you think and you're going to make the same excuses. I promise if you look back into 2023, that's the exact same thing you did last time. So as we jump a little bit more into it, I want to share an experience I recently just had with my wife. And this was pretty, this was pretty heartwarming to me because it, it showed that I was doing something good as a husband. And I, I hope she's okay with me sharing this. But a couple days ago, we are sitting on our bed. Um, we're about ready to go to sleep. And she, she kind of turns back on the lights and she looks at me and she goes, Brandon, I need help actually committing. 
And she goes, I don't know what areas I'm lacking in. I don't know why I don't have any motivation. But at the beginning of the new year, I made a vision board with you and I'm doing some of the things, but I promised myself a whole lot more, but I just feel like I'm getting dragged down. And I, a lot of it, so I, I sat down with her and I actually went into detail, okay, what's going on? What do you want to accomplish? And I'll kind of save that for her personally. And I'll share some other experiences that I've had people on social media reach out to me with, but we were able to sit back and actually dissect the issue. So she told me, um, as for one of the examples, as she told me that she was struggling with waking up a little bit earlier than she promised herself, we kind of dissected that a little bit, as well as why she didn't want to go to the gym. And so we sat back and I said, okay, so what are the main concerns you have? And she goes, well, I promised myself I was going to wake up at 6 a.m. every day, and I haven't been doing that. I go, okay, is there anything else? And she goes, I also promised myself I'd be going to the gym a little bit more and exercising. And I have been doing that, but I'm also a little bit taken back and I haven't gone as much as I promised myself. I said, okay, that's very normal. Sometimes people make a lofty goal and then it, it's a lot harder than they originally think. So tell me a little bit more into it. And as we got into it, we were able to dissect one of the main reasons that she feels like she had not been going to the gym, one of the kind of blockers inside of her road. If there's a road stop, this is what was stopping her. And she said one of these barricades, one of these roadblockers, was that every day when she leaves the house, it is just before the sun is like kind of creeping up over the mountains here in Utah. And so she's not getting a, a ton of daylight. Then she goes to her job and she's inside for the majority of the day and she doesn't see a lot of that sunshine. And by the time she leaves, it's already dark again. So when she gets home, she feels like the majority of her day is already completed. She went just as the sun was peeking out and she gets home when it's already dark. And obviously we're in that time, it's the winter season, and so we're not going to have as much daylight. But she recognized that was one of the factors that was making her less motivated. She realized that at the very beginning of the day, she was getting very little sunlight, and then the majority of the day for work, she's inside, and she gets home when it's completely dark. And so that kind of ruined her motivation to go to the gym and to get other things done. Even though when she gets home, it's only around 5.30 or 6 p.m., depending on traffic, she felt like it was a lot later. She would make dinner, we'd go home, we'd watch a show together, read a book, but nothing ever really happened. And of course, some of those days she did go to the gym and she wanted to make a change. But at the same time, she still felt like something was kind of dragging her down. So as I was sitting there talking with her, I said, okay, now that we have that dissected, now that we know sort of the reason why you're afraid to go to the gym at night, it's because you're afraid to actually waste your time. And I sat back and I told her, I said, Bryn, okay. You recognize now that you don't want to waste your time by going to the gym. You feel like your day's already complete and you feel like you deserve a little bit of rest. And I said, if rather than saying I deserve rest at 5.30 or 6 p.m. right when you get home and you said I deserve rest as soon as I go to 45 minutes or an hour worth of the gym, would that change anything in your life drastically? And she said, no, not really. What do you mean? I said, picture this. If you get home and you say my day is over at 5.30 p.m., you're going to tell your entire mind that it's easy to shut off. And I said, it's okay to have those days. Some days you'll need them. Some days you'll be extra tired and some days you'll need a little bit of relaxation. But on the majority of the time when you're going home and you're telling yourself your day's over, you're not going to want to go get in the car and drive to the gym. You're not going to want to throw on those gym clothes and go actually hit a workout. So what we need to do is start training your mind to think, okay, my day's not over until I actually accomplish those goals. So once again, in her case, going to the gym. Change your mindset and say, my day is not finished until I do X, Y, and Z because I promised myself I was going to do so. Another factor that's been helping as well is we started waking up earlier to make sure we were getting the gym done in the morning. That way she felt a lot more accomplished when we got home. And since doing that, we've had crazy results where not only does she get home feeling more energetic, even though we're waking up earlier and exercising before she goes to work, but she also feels happier. 
And this is because she was able to dissect the exact issues that were going on and reframe her mindset to make sure it was able to be accomplished. So I want you to picture inside of your own life, what are those New Year's resolutions that you made at the very beginning of the year, the last couple of days of December leading into January of this new year? What were some of the things that you wanted to accomplish? It could be that gym example. It could be a financial goal. Maybe you're trying to save money for something. What were you trying to do? And now going through that same exercise, I want you to break it down. I don't want you to simply say, I had a goal and I wasn't able to accomplish it. I want you to think, what are some of the ways that I stopped myself from accomplishing this goal? Are you saying you're too tired? Do you feel like your day's already over? Do you feel like you have too much on your plate? Reassess and reframe your mindset to make sure you're actually going to be able to do it. And that leads into the next section I want to talk about here on the show. A lot of times when we go into the new year, we make these very, very lofty goals. And this is something I also talked to Brynn about. She had a goal to wake up at 6 a.m. every single day. And I said, honey, that's very awesome that you have that goal. But what are the odds you're occasionally going to want to sleep in? You didn't get a good night's rest and you're going to sleep in. Are you going to get up at 6 a.m. every single day, including the weekends? What if we're on a vacation? Do you still plan on it? And as she sat back, she goes, okay, maybe it was a little bit unrealistic to say I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. every single day. So I said, that's beautiful that you want to do that, but let's also try and keep these goals attainable. And so what we did is we set a new goal where Monday through Friday, when we're on our regular work and school and everything scheduled, she's going to go and wake up at 6 a.m. But if we're ever on a vacation or there's some kind of special circumstance, she's going to allow herself or reward herself to take a break. And I said, that's perfect because if you don't have these small wins, these small victories and these small kind of rewards inside of your life, these goals are going to seem so unattainable that you're eventually going to burn out. And that's exactly what she did in less than a month. And as the data shows, that is exactly what most Americans do. You overcommit to something at the very beginning because you're excited and it's something new. You could post online what your New Year's resolutions are. You could go tell your friends at the party. But as soon as it starts getting tough and the real world kicks in again, you're going to give up. That's what the data shows. But once again, we want to be part of that 9% club that actually finishes their goals. So looking back now, now that you've kind of identified some of the goals that you're lacking in, some of those resolutions you set at the very beginning of the year, Picture one or two or however many you need to and say, I'm going to readjust these and make them more feasible. If you committed to going to the gym 365 days and you've already given up, maybe reframe that and say, I'm going to start with going three days a week and then work up from there. If you committed to a financial goal and you said, I'm going to save $1,000 in the first month and now you're only at 200 and you feel like the entire year is ruined because of that, readjust those goals and you can continue working on them. That's the key because overall you're still getting better. What does is, what is James Clear say in Atomic Habits? If you can improve 1% daily, you're 36 times better at the end of the year. Just 1% every single day, you're going to be 36 times greater at the end of the year. And I know I have personally lived that inside of my life because there's these small disciplinary actions that I've taken to make sure I could train my mindset to do whatever I have, to do whatever goals I have. And my wife, she pointed that out, going back to that conversation when right before bed, she goes, Sometimes you could just say you want to do something and you go out and do it and there's nothing that's going to stop you. And as prideful as that may sound, it's true. Whatever I tell myself I'm going to do, I am going to do it because I hold those commitments to myself. I want you to picture inside of your life, how many times have you promised that you're going to go do something? How many times have you promised yourself you're going to change? You're going to make the better decision. You're going to do better next time, next time, next time, next time. Make those decisions now and start the change today. Because if you can't even keep your word to yourself, what does your word even mean? 
as, as a fun example, I've heard one time, I saw this story on LinkedIn and it's hit me ever since. And this, uh, this person said, imagine you're working directly under your boss and your boss tells you, you have to get this assignment done by Friday at 5 p.m. You can't go into the weekend and hold off on the assignment. This has to be done Friday at 5 p.m. or you're fired. I guarantee you're going to grind your butt off until that assignment gets done by f- before Friday at 5 p.m. Why can you not hold those same values inside of your own life? If you promised yourself you're going to get something done, give yourself a date, a time, and an exact execution on how you're going to do it and hold yourself accountable. Don't cheat yourself. Go and get your assignments done just as if your boss was telling you to do it. Have some self-worth and self-respect because you can do it. It's just a matter of actually disciplining yourself enough to do so. Now, assuming that you've actually gone through this exercise, you've identified some of those resolutions or goals that you're already lacking in, I want you to keep yourself accountable by tracking them. And whatever goal you're trying to do, find an app or some kind of planner that will help you track your data to make sure you're actually accomplishing it. If you're trying to get in better shape, I, I recommend using Grows Fitness, their brand new fitness startup app that will help you track all of your, your weights and your PRs and make sure you're actually staying consistent. And one way they hold your, you accountable is you post a picture every single time you go to the gym. So that way you can scroll and see, okay, I've gone to the gym X amount of times during the week. If it's a financial goal, look with your local bank. A lot of banks have amazing apps that will help you take little buckets and plan your future out and make sure you have savings for whatever it is to come. I want you to track your data because if there's nothing that's keeping you accountable personally, if there's no way you can physically see the accomplishments you have for whatever goal you set forth, it's going to be difficult to continue going on them and you'll eventually be part of that 63% who give up by the end of three months of the New Year's resolution. So find a way you can track your data, write it in a journal, share it with a family member, post it online, find an app that will help you with it. Whatever way you will feel comfortable sharing that information, being vulnerable and being able to fix it. Because that's part of the issue too. Sometimes we lie to ourselves. We give ourselves excuses on why we're not doing it. And if we don't have some form of accountability to show, I have made these excuses long enough. I need to kick it in gear. Then it's going to be very difficult. And lastly, I want to close out with this. It's going to hurt as you're trying to become this new version of yourself in 2024. That's very cliche. And everyone says it at the very beginning of the new year. New year, new me. But you can actually be one of those people. Just those 1% improvements on every single day. 1% better, 1% better, 1% better. And some of those days, you're not going to get 1% better. You're going to fail. You're going to get 0%. You're going you're to take a step back. You're going to go negative. But if you can consistently just strive to be a little bit better every single day, it's going to work out in your favor. Recognize that failure is a part of the process. You're not going to lose all that weight at once. You're not going to save all that money at once. You're not going to have everything that you desired immediately. If it's a righteous desire, if it's a righteous goal, it's going to take time. It's not going to come easy. So you have to give yourself time, allow yourself frustration and anger and failure and setback, but just make sure you're learning from it. If you fail on a task, ask yourself why you did so. If you failed over the past month and a half with achieving one of your resolutions, ask yourself why. Go through those mindset trainings. Ask yourself what's been holding you back. Don't make excuses, but actually dissect to the core what's going on so you can achieve your dreams and become that better version of yourself in 2024. Guys, this is the exact strategy I use inside of my personal life. And I challenge you to reach out to somebody who personally knows me and ask them if I'm consistent. Ask them if I am a man of my word and ask them if when I say I'm going to do something, if I actually do it. I promise you I am because that's the life I've designed for myself. 
it wasn't easy, but when I continually set forward to accomplish whatever it is I had, I made those small improvements every single day. And I promise you can do so as well. Guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Get Over Yourself podcast. I appreciate it. If you found anything valuable in today's conversation, make sure to go leave me a five-star review on wherever you listen to your podcast. Likewise, if you know somebody who could benefit from hearing today's conversation, call them out a little bit. If you know somebody's already failing on their New Year's resolution, this is the episode for them. They'll take it as a sign of happiness and love because you want them to become a better version. Don't be afraid to call people out. That's what we're all here for. Don't be a jerk about it, but call them out. Guys, share that with them. Give me a five-star review and come back next Friday for another episode where I'm interviewing Scott Madare. He's a very intellectual man. He's going to share some of the strategies that he's frameworked inside of his life to live a fulfilling one. So with that all being said, I'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.